All right, test, test. Oh, looks better. I don't know why my mic stopped working the other day, but I had to, like in every application, I had to fucking reselect it. But technical problems can't keep us uh, from uh, doing this. So, uh, welcome everyone. Thanks for the sub, Miranda. She's actually, uh, she's so busy with work, she's gonna sit this one out for everyone who's wondering. Um, and this is actually a special episode. Let, it's kind of, now that I think about it, it's kind of funny that you sit out the 69 episode, but, <laughs> you know, it's a... Hey! Yeah, you're missing it. Yeah. So, special episode. I got us a, a little bit of a mix. I think all three of you guys don't know each other all too much, actually. Probably, like, all three know each other's names, but you probably never talked, right? I've talked to uh, Cap a lot. We've um, had oh. a lot of um, mm. chat about um, some uh, very good numbers that he he writes down. I, I, it might be clearer to say that I periodically just unload on him in very long ranty DMs, and he very kindly reads them and responds. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I've been on that on the receiving end of those DMs too, but. Uh, I mean, that sounds negative, right? I like it when people are actually like um, passionate about stuff and they're actually thinking things through, making a proper attempt of like, this could be a solution and then put it out there instead of the like, oh, I don't like this whiny dudes, right? On like Reddit, obviously. So I hope uh, we can tempt Cap to uh, talk, talk a little bit about some of the uh, ideas he's had. Yeah, you know what? We had... The last time you were on, actually, I think it was, you were on twice before. I think the first time you were on, we were talking in detail about, um, what was it again? Oh yeah, the gun rework, was that you? Yeah, I think yes. it was. Yeah, we've, we've talked about that. Yeah, that's a big change, a big concept, right? Um, but uh, today, actually on my list is the T3 rework, which like you kind of are proposing and i think the ccb guys are kind of on board with it too and a lot of fcs would be on board with it so let's talk about that later but uh, for everyone who's wondering like give me let, let me just do like a super quick introduction so phantomite csm i think it's going to be interesting when we talk about the bad things at least i want to know like that, that, that they bring it up and all that stuff um, oh, be ready to be disappointed. Here we go. Uh, but all right. So, Phantomite CSM, mostly low say guy, but uh, you know knows a lot of the game in all kinds of areas. Then we've got Chosu, who is the leader of CapF, which is actually a corp that's making a name for themselves within Horde, which is kind of unique. I feel like, right? Usually, uh, yeah, we have a very special environment. Yeah, um, but we do a lot of kind of things you know with other groups elsewhere and stuff we try to plan kind of bigger uh, more interesting kind of uh, ops as well that is yeah i think it is kind of interesting that i th I don't know if i could name another corp within hot actually everyone just knows hot and then capf they're doing don't some know, special don't shit. Know. Oh, yeah um well there's quite a few um i think yeah there's a, there's, a, there's quite a few uh, yeah there's quite a few corps that have i would say like, their own identity but they're maybe not as like forward facing as we are other than like you know vg and you know the standard hard corps yeah i like you're doing the cooler shit i think at least 
and maybe you're more <laughs> outspoken about it too, right? I, I see like you're making like videos and stuff. It's always nice. Yeah, we try way. to we try to you know get some get some meme material. Um, yeah. Whenever, whenever we do something good, I'm always like, did anyone clip that? Did anyone clip that? <laughs> so we can uh, like you know throw it into a video or something. It, it, you're even known for your Discord emotes because I know Miranda yeah. just joined your Discord to get those emotes. <laughs> yeah, we've got like we've got like four people that actively like update our emojis, so every day there's something new. <laughs> well you certainly are doing something right so um <laughs> that's chaser for you guys like known fc too like not just like the ceo of capf also a very uh very active very good fc and Mediocre, then but active <laughs> oh well whatever sorry right? sorry i i would say you're, you're up there right you never know like how do you measure nfc we could talk about that in a second like how do you measure nfc is it is it more the leadership part is it more the uh the the actual on field like who does the best munich fleet is that how we measure them today like i don't know hmm. i suck at munich right so like i'm gonna be <laughs> I, like a three I out of ten fc in munich that's for sure i think we should measure fcs by the daring moves they pull rather hmm. than the number of kills they get or their pure memeing ability yeah. yeah there's always the fun factor as well you know they can have terrible scs but just who are just fun to fly with but i would terrible also argue, technically you know measure them by the by the daring move they do but also they have to find success doing it like if you only do daring moves yes that's not enough <laughs> that's not enough right you have to succeed every now and then at least depends on how daring it is right so you need like a, an FC radar chart where you have different axes. You know, so you've got like daringness, like engagement with fleet, like how much people want to come back, like success. Um, I don't know scale. And you can have you can have all of these like a little. I don't know if anyone played like F Zero, where you'd have like the acceleration and the top speed and the handling and the durability of your vehicle. You could have one of those like little pen polygons for for an FC. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe we need to to get like some FC rating going on, but I think that's also a bad idea. So let's, <laughs> let's skip that one. Uh, but to complete the introduction part, the guy who uh, just talked, Captator, uh, super into theory crafting, more in a game design sense at the moment, I think. Right? Yeah, there's uh, there's not a lot of uh, in-game theory crafting to do for us right now. And Cap data looks exactly like his portrait, by the way, in real life. Yeah, yeah just 100%. a little younger and with slightly different hair. <laughs> um, but you're—I'm not sure if you're the CEO, but I'm guessing the CEO and the leader of uh, Dead Terrors. No, I'm—I'm I'm director, but I'm—I—I I am not our, our glorious leader. Who's the glorious leader of Dead Terrors? Our glorious leader is uh, Laugh 1986. He's the. Uh, I've never heard that name. So, so if I if I'm the I don't know if I'm the brains behind some of our stuff, then he's the like the can do. He's the one who gets stuff done. Don't don't start by calling yourself a body part and then chicken out of calling him a different body part. Laugh <laughs> <laughs> is best muscular system. <laughs> Maybe that's a future guest. That's interesting. I didn't know. I th I always thought you you're leading the the entire group there. No, he he lets me do all the um all the external facing stuff. All right. 
where he's the mittens of cap uh, uh, the mittens of uh, the terrorists. Oh no, actually, that's the opposite. Actually, mittens does the uh, all the. Yeah. You would be the mittens then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last, um, the, last the guy who, who, if you ping, he gets the most people. Like if 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 I ping people, just kind of respond with meme emojis. Oh really? And isn't that a big problem for a lot of groups that it's difficult to kind of get into FCing? Because people, mods are uh, the problem. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I, I. Do you think I'd be right in saying that basically every successful group in the game is essentially a cult of personality to some extent? Yeah, to There's some extent, I agree. If... There's going to be a few, uh, one or two or three people who are need to be there for people to want to be there. Yeah, and to it's typically degree. FCs. It's typically FCs. I, I think so. Every group has that to a degree, but some groups more than others, right? Let's yeah. be let's be honest. Like you have a, I'm not sure about Horde how it is with Goblins, but if Goblins would suddenly say like, ah, I'm out, you know, I don't think people would just leave right away, but they would be like skeptic, like who's the new guy? Like who's this Chosu guy taking over now, right? Like oh, they probably know him already, but can he do it? Like is he that guy? You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> I'm, it... I'm not that guy. <laughs> don't, <laughs> no, don't, I'm, don't on me. I'm just putting your name no, out there, just as yeah, an example. I think also like depends culturally on the like alliance as well. Right? Some some alliances do rely on like the strong men in 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 the you know in the group, but perfect example which are much more yeah. Perfect example is actually Black Legion, right? That's definitely yeah, heavy exactly. on the cult like side of yeah. things, and then you have or triumvirate, groups. right? Triumvirate's pretty weathered. Um, yeah, Garth's yeah. We, we, my corp was in triumvirate twice, and so we had a lot of experience with this issue as well. But uh, you, 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 yeah, you unite behind one person, and when he's gone, everything kind of just slowly starts to dissolve a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it is like, and then if the guy on the top goes inactive, that's where things get like that's where a group actually gets tested. I think. Right, because like, uh, is then everyone gonna say like, oh fuck this, like he's not active enough. We're just gonna leave and you know call it a day, and we just find a, a better alliance with an active dude, right? Or are they mm -hmm. just gonna say like, oh, are they are they able to to still lead on their own? You know, and that's another thing. Is it set up to be that way, or is it set up to be that almighty guy on top having all the power, and the guys can't even lead anyway, right? I think, you know what alliance that happened to? And I think they're recovering now, but like Razor back in the day, that's exactly what happened. Leadership went AFK and they, they just didn't have the power to do anything, right? And we tried to help them back in the day. That was, um, I think it was Why? right after, well, they were in our coalition at the time. It was right after World War B. And, uh, you know, if people want to help us out with numbers, like they're welcome, you know, if they do anyway. So we tried to, you know, give them a hand and, you know, find some activity for them, but they just couldn't. The guys that were active didn't have the power. They could, just couldn't do anything. There's a question in the chat here that uh, I can definitely twist to morph into one of my favorite rants. And it's, um, uh, hang on, it's scrolling too fast. Stop typing. What's up, Bjorn? <laughs> Lord Knox says uh, we need more FCs to step up. Uh, to set, uh, step up. Yeah, and I mean, would I? Do you think I'd be? Do, do you think it's wrong to assume that 
as groups have become fewer and larger, it's harder to break into the FC in-game. It's also it's it's harder to FC, right? Because one, you're more likely to be FCing more people. Two, you're going to struggle more to find content. So your skills as a hunter are going to be much more strained. Um, are the stakes too high because there's too many people in your gang as well? I think you, you, especially you, you for finding, it, it's big. But I also, think it, yeah. it, it's more it's more how do you find a fight, right? Because if you've got 10 guys and there are lots of groups with 10 guys and they're all out running around, like you're going to probably find a fight that you can you know, try and try and take with some level of success or failure reasonably easily. But if you're in the same number of groups of 10, but they're in groups of 100, your chances of actually being able to even learn like on the job, as it were, are much lower. Also, the, the fact that there are, you have such an old game now, there are FCs with literal decades of experience. So the likelihood of you encountering someone else who will just curb stomp you <laughs> is, is much higher now, I guess, than... Uh... But it might have been like five years ago, ten years ago, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Not only the FCs, also the quality of pilots went up, yeah. right? So back in, I remember when I first like dipped my toes into FC, it was an F uh, infection warfare when it just came out, and it was complete chaos, right? People were just forming fleets, random people. Nobody has ever talked to any of them in fleet. There's like fifty dudes in fleet, and then all I say is like, "Are we in armored ships?" Or "Are we in?" That's the fucking doctrine, right? So, but then you would also encounter this type of fleet. So you could make your, like make yourself a name by just like pulling some cool shit off, right? Or like you know, one Falcon on grid could just swing the entire battle. Yeah. You know, it's like maybe you're right. Like, maybe the, the thing the thing now to do would is to like try and specialize and stuff. You know, because there are, there are hundreds of FCs all doing the main kind of uh, the main you know big fleet fights, hacks on hacks, or you know whatever. Ferox is on Ferox's, you know, but maybe more bomber FCs could be a nice way to start for, for people looking to do some more niche roles, which are also really important and that, interesting and fun. That brings me up to a like a random thought. And I'm just entertaining the idea, right? I'm not proposing this is gonna be a good thing or whatever, right? But just think about it. Should there be a limit to everyone's skill points? So everyone is kind of forced to specialize on something, because that's what it was back in the day. Nobody had 150 million skill points. Everyone was like at like 50, 60. And you could have that all five Falcon pilot or you could have an all five Saber pilot or whatever, right? But you couldn't have like an all five everything kind of pilot, right? So everyone had to bring like a mix, right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, we're kind of at that point already, right? With injectors, like you, you a lot of a lot of multiboxing stems from the fact that you you get I don't know thirty to fifty mil SP out of a, a in, out of injection before it really starts becoming cost prohibitive, and so you've got lots and lots of differently focused characters, and you just like okay, well, if you're not using your cap that month, you don't need to log, you know, uh, sub your cap alt or insert other alt. I mean, I mean. Players are already forced to specialize, even if they have all the skill points in the game, because they can only fly one ship at a time on that character. So I mean, there is there is a it, it it's not full enforced specialization, but it is there that there is a dampener on doing everything at once by the fact that as a pilot you fly one ship at a time. So there's a there's a measure of that already. 
yeah like i'm not like i said all right someone <laughs> like i see eric already going oh god panda please right dudes i gave you the 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 warning like i'm not saying this should be the thing i'm just entertaining the idea right? okay. panda how about this as another like you know don't entertain this idea but whenever you die like in a t3c you just lose a random skill <laughs> A random well, the whole skill. skill. A whole skill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thereby, you lose a specialization in it. So, okay, just uh, I know we might get onto T3C more fully later, but you appreciate that they are more SP than command ships across multiple optimal remaps, right? This is something that I think isn't really discussed when people talk about the skill point loss. They are actually more skill points than most other ship classes in the game. It's just that Strategic Cruiser is so underused that no one bothers training, training it to five unless they're you know, flying the ship constantly or desperate for something else to, to train. Yeah. Well, do you know what? At least, uh, you know, thank goodness you don't have to worry about it too much because tech threes are a little bit boring at the moment, so I don't want to fly them anyway. If only there was some kind of a proposed solution to that. <laughs> <laughs> boring in the dumpster because of Webbles, uh, one of the two. Well, I mean... The T3s you can fly, they're very specialized, right? You can cover well, them, I mean, you can do some shit with them. You have like covered signals on them, you can like, it's a they, chunky tackler yeah. or whatever, right? So they, they have some roles. They, they do have quite a lot of success in places though, right? Like, I mean, Snuff, Snuff run, uh, many other groups run, you know, 10MN, 100MN legions. I'm not sure about 100MN, but they definitely run a 10MN legion. Snuff runs the, the, the 10MN version, yeah. but... Um, um, and there's also, you know, the, the RT Lokis, which is still quite good. Mm, are they better than mm, a Munich? Uh, no, because mm, speaking as someone who's flown them up to fairly recently, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't fly them in null again at the moment ever. Yeah, I, wouldn't I mean, basically, to to, like handle a, 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 a hack fleet which is twice as big. But you know, if you were going to, to I mean, surely a, a, a Munich is is better every time on cost, skill point loss. Um, and it's got the ADC, obviously, which is one of the biggest reasons that sniper hacks can function, which is the biggest reason any hacks can function in any situation, actually, you know. Strictly, economically, they should be able to handle two-to-one odds against Munins. They yeah. very much cannot, at, at least what? above a scale of like 20 to 25. Sorry, Pando. I just want to say, I think T3s are probably not in that bad of a place but the environment is just not supporting them. Because if you form them, it would be a very specific situation where you could use them, right? It's very rare. Like, mm. either you're in low sec and you're fighting up to 800 dudes, not more. If you fight more, you get alpha. T3s are not an option if you get option if you get alpha, really, right? Like, that's, you're going to have a bad day, right? Well, I mean, the big deal in low sec is you get to use pirate implants, whereas if you uh, if you go into enemy yeah. territory in a full, full fleet of pirate implants in null, you... Uh, you're going to have an expensive loss mail if you get caught. And of course, one of, the biggest, one of the biggest problems with uh, the, oh yeah, you can use them in because you can put slaves in low sec. You can put slaves or shield slaves in. Um, one of the biggest problems at the moment is that uh, as of a few months ago, the large groups in low sec are just ballooning in size and forming coalitions and agreements with each other anyway, meaning that it doesn't matter if you've got implants anyway, you still get alphaed. There is no, there is no, yeah. uh, so, there is no sort of uh, heavy brawling anymore. That's why, yeah, that's why I'm saying the size of battles that you get most of the time right now 
it's just not suited for T3s. If the battles were like, if the fights were way smaller, T3s would look actually quite good. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm guessing, right? So, and, you yeah. know, the, the risk of losing the Tech 3, of course, at that stage is the skill point loss, the time. Five days. I mean, let's get that out of the way. It doesn't take long to train a level 5 skill for a Tech 3. No, yeah. Although the opportunity cost when you're at 50 mil SP versus 100 mil SP is quite different. Well, the thing Do is, we have any use cases for wormhole engagements as well? Because we always always talk about null, right? Um, another thing to keep in mind is well, you know, just uh, stuff is used in null. It always uh, used in null means uh, it might not be used. Or heavy yeah, brawls died in wormholes when uh, when fax got beaten over the head with many nerfs at the same time. Um, but yeah, you do see um, you do see legions. I you don't really see Loki's anymore. Um, but actually, you're in for most groups. You're more likely to see damnations, sacrileges, ickies, Drex than you are to see legions. I think only hard knocks and maybe hawks run them consistently. But that's because they're the big typically wealthy enough that they can absorb the extra expense per hole that you need. I mean, let's look at the problem that Tech Threes had before they were changed to you know the, the form that they're in now. The problem. I, I, I'm guessing that all you guys would agree that the biggest issue with Tech 3s is that they were super hacks with recon abilities at the same time. Admittedly, not as strong as recons, but essentially they were just better fleet hacks than hacks were. Yeah. yeah. And so, and you're trying to argue now with the introduction of ADCs and some buffs, hacks actually got better than the old T3s? Tech 3s have a number of issues at the moment that make them um, not... They're barely ever in the meta a particularly good fleet doctrine over something like a hack. I would argue maybe they're not supposed to be a fleet doctrine. So what are they supposed to be? Because something they don't really excel... Right? Yeah, some something specialized. Okay, so so pick, pick one of them and tell and, and let's figure out what the specialization should be. Well, chemos uh, I... or like a tackle T three or um, you know, chemoing. Uh, can I yeah. can I just point out that there are uh, eighty one combinations of subsystems per uh, per T three. So it's like what how many that times four for all of them, and you're telling me that they're supposed to be specialized into very singular roles. Well, you can only fit them. You can only fit them one way, right? Yes. So you can yep. fit them into one specific role, which is then specialized. But okay. yes, I get your argument. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of bait, I'm baiting you down a down a hole here because it's basically <laughs> how many of those combinations can you actually do anything useful with? And the answer is probably less than. Well, clearly less than twenty. Probably you could argue almost less than ten across all of them have some strong value. Um, but back to your earlier point, Panda, I think you're right that a lot of why T3C are not in a good place is more that the meta around them is not, you know, projection meta, speed meta, etc. Like these do not support uh, T3C uh, use in any kind of medium scale or higher. 
but I mean, I think Webbles were the were the real nail in that particular coffin. Given that you almost always fit T3C with ten MN, and a Webble is really a way of increasing a speed advantage rather than inverting it. Yeah, I never yeah. understood why Webbles were why they not Scram. Were, yeah, such such a strange like change, wasn't it? This whole yeah. It's such a. It basically just kills off any any AP ship. I mean, when when uh, it was revealed to us that that was going to be uh, a thing, the uh, a, a question in my mind that that never really never really went away through the discussions we had about it is why do we actually need this, or can we just leave it out? Uh, I I don't think that a, a lot of people have this idea that every single possible uh apparent gap needs to eventually be filled and but this is a but this is a a, a complex puzzle game essentially what? and the and the feature of all puzzle games is its limitations the limitations is the game in any game so like from what I can tell is that the idea was to slow down uh Kaidi Hex. That's what it seemed like. It was aimed as as to do that. Like, oh you rely on speed, here I have something that slows down your entire fleet. But with the delay and stuff, like it's very hard to catch something super fast, but it's very easy to catch something that's already slow, right? So I yeah. think they didn't think that through too much. I'm I'm gonna argue that it didn't do like all that much damage because that wasn't the meta anyway, right? There was like very few AB ships. There was very few. Um, I mean, like, I'm not ships out in space. Yeah, I, yeah in low sec, you can't uh, use uh, them anyway. How much? Right? How much are people? How much are people? Are people using these? Rare. I would say every twentieth victor, you find one with a wobble, maybe. Okay. Okay. It's rare, and the use case is rare. Like I've been an addictor before. Like right when they came out, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna try to catch these." I I knew right away it's gonna be tough to catch. You know, so so they're they're not being but used tough. a lot. They're being used a bit, but it's their mere existence that pre-nerfs already slow ships and stops you from bringing them. Yeah, it yeah. precludes it precludes ten mn and, and uh, I suppose less so hundred mn because you. You know that as soon as one of those is deployed on a grid, you, your fleet is thus immobilized. Like that's I mean, the problem. It, you can't undock that ship because you know you're undocking it into such a strong risk factor. Yeah, I mean, you know, ninety seconds later, somebody will just be like, "Oh, uh, you and Addictor, please reload to uh, Web Bubbles because they're they're undocking a slow fleet." So, and it, it's it's instantly available as well. It's similar. It's similar to the burst projectors from Supers, where I would say Ugh. it's very hard for CCP to see that problem because the fights where they would be like real dominating, problematic, they never happen. Right? Nobody goes somewhere, tackles Supers, and tries to brawl with them in like a an AB hack fleet or an AB like whatever T three fleet. They would just get dumpstered by uh, projectors or battleships. Right. If you can't avoid those projectors, you're just gonna get neuter pointed webs 
and then new deployment of webbed, and then ninety percent webbed, and then new deployment of webbed, and like it's it would just never end. You would just get so dumpstered right away. So it never happens, right? And then it it never shows up in any statistic, right? Like, mm. what do you mean a project a problem? We don't see that happen at all. Like, yeah, of course, because nobody is dumb enough to bring like battleships to to fight some like whatever or like let's say battleships maybe shouldn't be the the case anyway but like let's say slower hack doctrines or hack doctrines in general to be quite honest you don't fight supers and and hacks even though maybe they should maybe that should be the role that they just barely get under those like on under the projection right you know i mean i i think that a, a lot of things would not need to be changed or fixed if groups were smaller and more numerous in this game it's um, the sheer scale that has caused a whole bunch of the balance problems that we have with uh, ships now and something that i really never ever want to be want, want to happen in the development of this game is i never ever want ccp to develop tools to alleviate problems that lo- very large groups face because they're very large Somebody um, a couple of weeks ago um, messaged me and they said, they said, oh, we're having a terrible time. There's, there's a real problem with um, command ships. He, he said, what we really need, if you could ask <laughs> CCP, is a uh, tech to resist battleship to do links with because our command ships just get alphaed all the time. <laughs> and I said, yes. There might be a clue in there somewhere, design-wise. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so, so much design over the last five years has been tools to make things more suited to super large um, engagements, and it, it just instantly all of those tools encourage even more people to deal with them. It's like rockwells, right now. A lot of this is this is a sacrilegious thing to say in front of a lot of people, even perhaps in front of a lot of the people that support me. But I don't think Rorquals should be out there being targets at all, because right. when a Rorquals is a when a Rorquals is a target, it means that you can only use a Rorquals if you have a super large group to support it. Unless, let's say, unless there was a way to hide smaller numbers of raw cards and be sneaky with them. You know what I mean? So that's, that you don't want to be part of, no, that you don't. It's too so, mild cross. No, no. So before the, before blackout, for example, you had way more raw cards and way smaller groups. When blackout happened, that's where all those groups, those smaller groups were like, shit, now the chance of getting tackled is way higher. Basically, like, I'm, I'm not going to say a hundred percent, but like, if if I get tackled, I'm 100% dead. So now I join a group like Horde or Goons or like whoever is big that, you know, they expect me to get tackled and they just already formed and defend everything, right? So that pushed everyone with Blackout, pushed everyone who's mining into those groups to then enjoy the um, umbrella, right? So if it was... People were putting their rock calls in groups with umbrellas before Blackout. Yeah, I'm not saying that wasn't... <laughs> but, but that that's... I would say that accelerated it 100%, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I saw that, it. I think that Rorquals being usage. ships that you mine with accelerated it because if Rorquals are a way to make 
compared to other methods, a lot of money. You now have to do it if you want to not get isk inflated away from everything else, right? Uh, in low sec at the moment, there's not very many useful uh, income sources. Uh, raw calls can make you a lot of money. And the only way you're going to be able to use a raw call in low sec is if you join a group that otherwise would have ganked you with 50 or 100 or 200 people. And so instantly in the last few months, even uh, the large groups here, they might say um, that they are not not blue with each other, not teamed up with each other. But a non-aggression pact over raw calls is a coalition. It is joining up. It's just, well, we have to be huge so that we can rock call mine because rock call mining is the only way to uh, make significant amount of money in this game. Rock calls are a blob creator. They need a blob to function. Yeah, I mean, unless there is an incentive to get all of big groups. So this is where we start talking about reworking uh, mining. We can't. We can't. <laughs> <clears throat> there's no way to make big groups of people break up but you can well, definitely yeah. remove the things that reward being in a big group but also yeah i mean you can go across like you know an entire region in in minutes due to zero fatigue antiplexes right this is also quite a big problem oh yes i've talked about that plenty of times it's basically oh, yeah, the same the same <laughs> uh, direction that fandomite was going right yep. the whole acl everything thing I'm not a big fan. Why is it so easy to just, oh yeah, you want to blow up like ACL, boom, you can dock and tether and everything. And then, yeah, you can all use all our jump bridges and you can just, now you can even set a destination and just travel like. <laughs> yeah, I them. hated that change. That was very much along the lines of blob friendly change. Uh, could we not just remove jump bridges? completely because i i mean i realize that they are incredibly valuable for taking a lot of the grind out of at all scales yeah, lots of but, good fight generators but they completely remove the meaning of the terrain of the regions that they're in like there is no terrain when you can put gates down that allow you to obviate it as a defender yeah right well, like, like you can't be choked into a into a into a like a constellation you you uh you know, you, the, the the choke point entrances into regions are less of a problem because you you know if there's a if there's a loop round, you can have a jump bridge that lets you. So, I think there's a like you need a combination of changes, and that includes jump bridges. So first of all, the whole ACL everything, like remove that. If it's your alliance's jump bridge, you can use it, and if it's not, then you can't. Or when it was passed, make it open for everyone. It can be exploited. When it was yeah. password protected, it could be exploited. In your in the, the larger your group gets, the more in the, the closer I, to I impossible it is to yeah to um, get make sure you don't have any spies. Yep. So that gives smaller groups an advantage in that they can trust their. I know it's an old example. They can trust their pod shields, you know. And larger groups can't. It's a na it's a natural disadvantage of being in a larger group is you have some of your toys taken away from you because you can't control the people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good point, actually, that in terms of uh, espionage and how possible it is to do with you know, tools like ESI Knife and, and other out-of-game authorization uh, stuff and, and how much of Corp 
and alliance management and and structure is out of game now because basically the tools weren't very good in game a decade and a half ago and they've not got any better since in most cases like the, obviously the ACLs has been a thing that improved things but if you can actually build in these uh, espionage attackable gaps into infrastructure like uh, Phantomite was saying like password protecting things rather than them being on ACL so someone can you know, or yeah, someone's just saying in 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 chat. You know, you can you could make you could build out hacking and gameplay and make that like a thing. Like someone has to go and sneak in and hack access for your corp yeah. or your alliance to the jump bridges for two hours or something. Like there, yeah, there's there's a lot of gameplay you can build around that if you're minded to. Lava Kano says, "Why not a weather effect?" I sent this <laughs> to CCP. That they they were like, "Okay, here's the weather we're going to do." And I'm I, I read through it, and I'm like, "There's zero effect to infrastructure here. You're calling these things storms, and nobody has to deal with any infrastructure related problems when a storm hits. What?" Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh, very interesting," software. and nothing happened with it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So why doesn't the storm blow blow tether away? Why doesn't it blow away all of the magnetic frequencies that allow tethering to function? Why does it still allow jump bridges and beacons to function? That would be a nice oh, one with the uh, the anti cloaking storm because that's really the, disadvantageous for hunters. I actually quite liked when the drifters were just attacking people structures at random. I actually thought that was actually quite a cool little idea. <laughs> because it was causing people so much trouble. Especially like, the big, big guys. Alliances. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> And it was causing so much trouble. And obviously, the big, the big guys, oh, this is cancer. You know, it's horrible. Blah, blah, blah. We have to deal with it. Yeah. Right. But, Again, but it's like because it's too many structures, right? So it's hard, yeah. hard to be everywhere at once. Right? And I, I think that's a good point. Like the, I, from what I understand, the leadership teams of very big groups and the leadership team. And this is one of the reasons that you know it's kind of a joke when people talk about, oh, well, you know, other alliances will never be able to catch up if you do X, Y, or Z. It's like they already can't catch up. Let's 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 be serious. But like the size of leadership team you need for an organization of our scale. So like. I don't know, 50 to 100 real people. Um, and the size of leadership team, you need to administer an alliance of an order of magnitude more than that, or an order of magnitude more than that. It doesn't scale linearly. So you aren't, you don't need a 10 times bigger leadership team to administer an organization that is 10 times larger. You maybe need a two times bigger administrative team. So, you, you know, even these innate structures. You get more force, bucks for your buck per yeah. leader. They, so you force like the the way in the availability of leadership works drives towards these these singularities of of player entity and all of these inconvenience factors actually are balancing factors against this is coming back to your earlier point phantomite like you actually want these inconveniences in there because they act as some kind of downward pressure on this constant drive to be a bigger and bigger group that's probably a very unpopular point because I'm basically saying your gameplay should be bad because you're too big, which is kind of very I'm callous. I'm not saying it should be harder, but that CCP shouldn't make it easier. Yeah. 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 You know what one of the big problems is? I mean, Chosu and I think me, we're probably an exception being part of big groups, but speaking out against big groups a little bit. But overall, it becomes harder and harder if you, like, if you have that opinion... But most people in the game and more and more percentage of the game will be part of a big group right? Yep. over time. So it's going to be even more unpopular over time. So yeah. is, it, is it 
you know, maybe it's already too late. You know, people are going to be like uh, losing their minds if you nerf big groups <laughs> in any way, if, even if it's perfect, right? I mean, I think you kind of you really hit the nail on the head in that it can't be a nerf. It has to be that you make existing at smaller scales more more possible easier more possible more fun because i think you know fundamentally it's a game we are playing it for fun and and if you can increase the amount of fun available for people who are in a i guess i don't know a, a 10 to 100 scale group or you know or the solo small gang i'm kind of leaving is because that exists in theory it's available everywhere you know you don't need a group to do solo right but if you can make that i don't know that 10 to 100 scale window like very attractive you can pull people out into groups of that scale or when they join you can stop them from needing to join a much larger group as part of the only path of progression that the game sets out in front of them i think what would help is like improving resource availability and kind of content availability in other regions other than npc now sorry not mc now uh, soft now as well yeah you know what's i mean like especially yeah when when I started playing in 2006, I was in NPC Null for, like, I went to Outer Ring in, inside three months, and my group were there for a bit, and then we were in Syndicate. And we only left Syndicate because we went to go and fly with Band of Brothers to uh, defend, I can't even remember where they were, where the warfront was at that point in time. But, like, NPC Null was the place to be because you, you'd have lots of smaller... Um, groups that weren't particularly bothered about the politics or the or the territory and they would just kind of find the nearest like you'd usually go to the regional connect and you'd fight the people in the other region it'd be like you know screw these guys from from region next door let's go and let's go and you know push their stuff in yeah i remember back in the day we were staged in uh we were in mnc and we poked into catch that's like 2012 right and then we took the first systems and, and it kind of snowballed, right? And it was just us versus AAA. Like, like that's not happening today. Like, yeah. today everyone has a friend, a big guy, right? Like, and then they call that guy in. And then the other guy is calling his friend in. And then whoever got the numbers. Like, who's winning that tie-dye fight? Right? That's basically the question. But I think and, a part of that is, like, it's, it's just too easy to get around Eve, basically. Like, it's too easy to get everywhere, you know? And also, then, yeah, runs into what you were saying earlier, right? Like, also in big you call stuff. on these people just because it's so easy to get everyone from one place to another. But, yeah, I mean, I'm saying I'm agreeing while I'm using wormholes every time, right? But <laughs> so, I'm using but think, at least at least wormholes require effort, right? You have to back probe, right? You, you have, have to back probe, and, and, to, yeah, and then so there's a limit to mass too, and you can yeah. get trapped into wormholes. I can tell you that right now. When you guys <laughs> were using wormholes to get to catch area. Man, I was set up twice or like three times with the perfect to cut you off, right? But you always use the different one. I was like, fuck, this is the perfect connection. And then you use one that's like five jumps longer. I'm like, why? Dude, Just yeah. use the short one. We tried to do the exact same thing versus you. Was like, <laughs> we, we, we put like chemos on, on, an, on like an out uh, like exit, expecting that you go to that one, you go to someone's like another one completely. So. You know what? I like to do that. I've never, I never lost an entire fleet to chemos 
And I always feel like it has to happen uh -oh. someday. I, I said that plenty of times. <laughs> everyone, always, everyone always says that. I'm like, by now, I'm going to be like, okay, it happened. It's fine. And I got close yeah. like three times or so. <laughs> but because I'm so careful, or like careful, like I'm, I'm a little scared to lose. Like if you lose two chemos, you lose the entire it fleet. Feels bad. It's also, like once you know how chemos work, it, you also know how to stop it from happening. Yeah, Even before formations, right? you knew, like, don't walk around too much because that, that's bad. If you do oh. walk somewhere, spread yeah. out, like, you know, this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Don't do big turns. All this stuff is, you know, stuff that you learn to look out for when you want to actually kill someone with chemo fleet. Yeah, luckily, so. I knew how chemos worked before uh, anyone was doing them. So yeah. like, PL tried early on when I, do, I did, like, Stukas. Yeah. But I was already aware of the problems, which is like, if you move too fast, you're just going to land behind them. So if I know there's chemos, like it's very easy to trap them, right? You just move yeah. fast and then they land behind you. And then that one slow guy, right? Okay, you sacrifice him, but he's going to decloak all the chemos, right? So it's yeah. like, he's a hero at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what I like to do is like take one warm or two to Desti and then take another home because it's very unpredictable, right? Like, what are you going to do? Mm. And then it's like five jumps longer, also, like, it's so safe. Once you know how drifters work, drifters specifically, not in the wormholes, but once you know how drifters work, it is quite easy to get like a huge number of routes from A to B. Um, so I'm not sure if that's really a problem. Uh, because it is quite easy just to, you know, using drifters. Because I wonder if it'll be a but good idea. But the mass to like... is so limited, right? Yeah, but, but since they all always spawn in the fixed place, I wonder if it was just better to like randomize their positions a little bit just to throw people off a little bit. So it's not always the same. I'd, you know, you go to this I'd system, be all up for that. Yeah. Randomize it. Put a drifter woman everywhere. <laughs> I, have a, I have a thought around uh, jump bridges related to what you just said, or Sparks, what you just said. Instead of them being um, like, always on if uh if they're like a kind of a wormhole connection you have to initiate so you, you you have like if you want to use them you have to have kind of primed them i don't know 10 15 minutes beforehand so you 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 fire them up say i want to go from this one to that one and it's going to be open say in an hour and so that means you can use them for big fleet deployments that are premeditated but you can't use them for like response fleet like that still has to be organic you have to go through your region and put the activation of them behind a password rather than an access list. I I like the password idea, and I think I actually mm. spoke out for that before too, right? I brought that up too, and like instead of ACL, just make it a password. Yeah, I 100%. And of course, agree. it ha it has to rest. It has to rest before it can be reactivated again another time. So you mean the password? With the 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 um the gate so people have to spies could like activate it too yeah. far ahead of time to ruin it for later ah, i don't know like that <laughs> i think now now you're going to that one step too far let's go one step at a time you know like i think that's one lesson that ccp has learned to a degree not not everything but like most changes were like okay let's let's step in this direction and, and see and I, I welcome that right and then they iterate on it fairly fast right now like the ess stuff i like it right that they're onto it and they're like okay let's tweak it and it Pops doesn't take says a year. hello yeah well there's there's certain stuff it's coming i think where they don't do it right but parchment is also so complex i wouldn't even know like how to fix it what would be the better way to do it like i, I don't know i wouldn't even dare to suggest <laughs> ahead that, of Ahead of Pochman's launch, I asked CCP. I said, "I said, first of all, I I, I protested just how arcane the movement requirements were for Pochman, 
um, the the standings and the ways in uh, other ways in in and out and the ways to use the gates and things like that. I I protested how ridiculously harsh those requirements were, but I also asked them. I said, look, if if when you release this, it goes on and it's not working out and people aren't using it and it's not getting good content in there, would you consider? just simplifying the whole thing to be no standings requirements and just make it be capitalist null rather than keeping it complex and then having to work on it potentially repeatedly to try and make this potentially what feels like a pet project work rather than just making it some good space and it's always nice for somewhere to have some unique flavor but if 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 you if you can't figure out how to make it work, please just simplify it. Um, so when it comes to parchment, I always wonder like the meta in Eve always develops like super slow. I think people underestimate how slow stuff actually develops. Like yes, when Minions um got that nerf, right? It was fairly obvious uh, obvious for a lot of people that you know Munins are going to be the thing. But there's like some other thing that it takes like Stukas for example it takes a long time for to get there where people say like oh yeah obviously this is a problem but it's like two years in right so is this maybe also a thing in Parchman is there like a chance that like let's say in two years is Parchman going to be different even though they don't change it right is Parchman going to be very different because people say like okay maybe it is worth getting the standings done and then maybe there, there's more of a culture going on maybe some groups I don't know I've not looked into Podrin whatsoever, to be honest. Like I know kind of what it is, but you know, that's that's about it. I mean, you 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 know vaguely the what the, the requirements of Podrin, how what you need to be able to basically function there. And it's not unu it's it's not a, an unusual sentiment that even though you know vaguely at least that oh, you need some some okay standings to be able to do it. It's just it's just, you just instantly you just so many people do just turn off at that requirement because it's like oh all that PVE, effort to go there yay. great uh just just to give you an idea uh pando poshven is having less destruction month on month than our alliance is doing month on month um, that is kind of sad so yeah I think you could you could standings gate the like the the mother systems the three like uh, home systems of the clades but I think having the rest of it behind anything other than a like you must not be negative to to Triglavians to use these gates even that excessive what even that is a problem to just bringing a fleet of people even if you just bring five guys you've got to exclude anybody who's got slightly incorrect standings well if you if you gave another like an eden comp driven method of getting through the gates anyway so you could say well you can't go through if you're negative to triglavians but if you have like this key from eden com in your cargo then you can like it hacks it and you can go through hey just open the gates take the standings off and let it be some some yeah, yeah. different space yeah I, I i agree but i'm, I'm basically i'm trying to present that while keeping that flavor what would happen if you would say there's filaments you can filament into parchment you get some standings not like you can filament into parchment okay you mean like (laughs) or you can you can can. 
Yeah, so if you have filaments that go into po I'm I'm aware there's already filaments, but like what if there were different filaments that you know limited chip types, let's say um like nothing cloaky, right? So you but can gave you standing so you can go through the gates. So yeah, no, I mean not directly I would say. You have to do it a couple of times to you know build up that standing, but as an event, that's one way to build up the standing and the activity would go up insanely because people would then filament in right so you filament into parchment to make your to get your standing to get like a look into it and then also there's a ton of other people doing the same right so like a five-man filament that could just like explode in a lot of content maybe i don't know it's just a random thought i just had thought i'd throw it out there but i i, I don't even know how to gain the standing to be quite honest like you PVE you have stuff. to shoot non-Triglavian NPCs inside Poshven. That's how you get trick standing. So if you shoot Edencom or Navy or Rogue Drones is the best one, because obviously it doesn't ruin your standings for the rest of the game. Um, that's how you, you build up standings for Trig. And before we take? move on, I, I, was just, I just wanted to add to the filament thing. Maybe instead of limiting the ship types, maybe just saying like all of parchment you cannot cloak because that's the instant thought i had if you would make like a standing gain filament then people would just filament in and cloak right that's not what you want mm. so you would have to cancel that kind of but yeah maybe all the uh, all the uh, storms can just go to parchment and just, <laughs> just round the a, ring. A massive shit storm. The ring. <laughs> <laughs> like you've set off a beyblade in it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe. I would definitely take like a couple of guys to Portugal if that was like an event, and you would know that that would go on for like a couple of months. Or maybe, maybe there's like a, a distinct like two months uh, a year where this filament, like parchment filament thing, would happen, and then everyone in those two they months, called the, uh, it would be go going crazy. They could be called the parchment tournaments. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure they can come up format. with a good name. Ouch! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> there you go. Bungie Gas says you can kill Edencom in Edencom systems to get Trig standing. You don't need Pochfin. Hmm. Oh, really? So oh, if, if, oh, if, okay. that, if that's true, then there's there's a, there's a way to do it. But what would be the incentive to even go there anyway? Well, there would be an incentive to go there if it was full of uh, groups of people looking to fight and there's no capitals or bridging in going on there. And, you know, Pochfin already has some, some fantastic... Well, you can bridge in there? You can't, like, Sino in there. You can bridge oh. out from there, though. You can bridge out from there, from the, Titan that, the, the Titans that got trapped in there. You can Sino out if you are in a capital in there, if, you, if there's a system in range. Well, the, you shouldn't do that. You, should, you definitely shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Message to anybody watching, if you come back to the game and you have capitals in Pochfin, don't Sino them out. Yeah, I'll help you. Like, it's very hard to get rid of them. I'll just like help you and give you the Jitter prize. <laughs> or whatever the closest law signal, Myla, I guess. Can they take the trig gates, I wonder? Can you like move them around and get a really interesting jump range that's not possible to get anywhere else? By... Guys in chat who live in Pochfin, can you gate caps? 
Because if you can bridge the Titan around and it can go to somewhere that was formerly high sec but is now null. Oh, imagine were. fail jumping your Titan from Pochfin. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It'd be worse than it blowing up. <laughs> I fail jump every now and then. I'm not going to lie. When I'm not focused, I'm, it's not my fleet and I'm just trying to help someone out and I have like four characters going. I fail jump every now and then. Luckily, I never fail jumped into combat. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely be me fail jumping out of Portland. <laughs> that would be sad. Mega says you can't. Because you can't take. Uh, I'm assuming that means can't. Oh, you take can't use bubbles, he says. He says you can use bubbles. Oh, you can use bubbles. Well, I'm confused. I'm. I'm not sure we can take any info out of that. Macbegger, you have to be more precise. Can you gate caps within Podron? Yeah, please, Macbegger. We're all you very. You can't stupid. gate caps. Okay, thanks. Oh god, yeah. got it. That's been confirmed. To That's me not well. an option. <laughs> It would be kind of funny though. Okay, no gating caps. I would say that that would be like strong, but it wouldn't be OP because like, what would be the it's a finite resource of them, right? So, well, I mean, at, at the same, I mean, we're long, uh, looking at it from a out of Parchman perspective. Oh right, yeah, I got you. But inside Parchman, would probably still be OP, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe in a year or two, Parchman will be the thing. I don't know. So, CCP removed loads of asteroid belts, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what we should also talk about. So, the big question I had, and I think I already brought that up at the beginning, is did they approach the CSM about it? And No, no, we, we learned from the patch notes. I mean, I don't... It's, it's not... I, I don't, we don't need CCP to tell us every single thing they release, but... The, the problem with some of the things they don't tell us about is that, and some of the things they do tell us about, is that they make, they, they don't know what they're doing because they're not, the people making these decisions clearly aren't playing the game. Or if they are playing the game, they're doing it in such an incredibly limited capacity that they can't possibly have the knowledge um, that, that covers the things that they're, that they're changing. Well, so, there's certainly, certainly some. Uh, some of the teams definitely know what they're doing, right? A l the the majority of people at CCP are very passionate for the game and want uh, to make good changes for it, and they know a lot about it. But it's the most positive thing I've is, ever heard you say. It's I, I know. <laughs> I'm but not gonna lie. I'm always worried to, to when you it. when you rant about CCP that like <laughs> if I was CCP, I wouldn't listen to you at all. Like you know, it's <laughs> like too negative. So I'm glad for once we can hear something positive. Like, but uh, what's come out of CCP for the last five years? Well, <laughs> there was some good stuff in there. There was definitely some good stuff in there too. Well, the yeah, I, mean, I, I, I like I tomato ketchup, but I don't want cat food on the side of it. You know, I, 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 I don't want the condiments to taste good. I want the meal to taste good. I want the actual big things to taste good. We've got um, multiple clones in uh, multiple clones in individual citadels. Very blessed now. change. Absolutely amazing. But that is a quality of life change. That is not good game, good proper game design at the same time. And we've asked for, and, and also it's brilliant, but we've asked for it for ever since the beginning of Citadels and probably before that. 
And so I, I'm not feeling particularly like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. What I'm really thinking is, why didn't you toggle this on like apparently it was? Why didn't you toggle this on back then when we actually wanted it? Why have you made us live like this? If it was this easy to do, why didn't <laughs> you do it? Like why didn't you do <laughs> it? <laughs> Eve, is, Eve is your bread and butter. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean... I, I wonder if some of these changes are like accidental, which then just become features because they, they decided like not to you know uncommit on on a change or something. Well, the uh, especially it, with this asteroid change, like you know, because a few months ago, alls just started disappearing from asteroids, asteroids, right? With with no kind of patch notes to say why, and then I think someone like messaged uh, like the dev team or something, be like, "Is this intended? Or, like, is this a bug?" And then they replied that you know it was actually a an intended feature. Yeah, I and think then now now these dead asteroids are the ones that are you know the ones that have been removed. You know what's sad? We moved to Curse. We we we're hanging out in Curse, uh, recovering a little bit, chilling. And in Curse, it's like a, a pretty good uh, region for like officer spawn. So belt reading, right? Yeah. So I actually uh, pushed Miranda's standing up so she wouldn't get killed by those mining NPCs that are fairly fairly new, right? Back in the day, it wasn't even a thing. But now they rant if you, about those as well. If you have a shit shit standing <laughs> to them, they whop out and then like a massive like a triangle. Like, what is it? A called? real fleet. Diamond. A real fleet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A diamond fleet whops in. Hell's dark more like. Yeah. <laughs> With so, dedicated tackle ships, DPS ships, and loggy and e warships. Yeah, dedicated. literally, <laughs> literally a day before we did the epic arc, so she has like decent standings and doesn't have to worry about it and can just hang out and do some belt reading, right? And uh, then, like, suddenly there's no belts anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. LJ, next door to G-O stage, had 42 belts, like, pretty solid, like, system. I, I mean, Zero belts, like, all of I them was completely empty. It's, like, it's, like, it's like they didn't know that belts were... F people used belts for anything other than mining. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> on, on this point and on to... Uh, re responding to your point about how things are introduced... And there sort of there are side effects that are unintended. Uh, we recently got capital rolling in uh, C5 and C6 space back after it being gone for the best part of a year because someone fixed a bug in heavily inverted commas about using overmass ships uh, through wormholes uh, so that you couldn't take a ship that was uh, higher mass than the. Uh, Sorry, not not capital rolling, like one shot capital rolling. You could so previously before this any fixes, you if you activated your prop mod it, after you had clicked jump on a wormhole, you would be able to take mass greater than the the like listed mass limit of the hole, which allowed you to do things like close frigate holes. It allowed you to do one shot capital rolling using capital prop mods, um, and it was a fundamental part of. Uh, rolling gameplay and so they they stopped that so you couldn't overmass holes which incidentally made frigate holes unrollable and one of the most even more so than previously one of the most hated mechanics in wormhole space um but it took until like a month ago or so for for that the mass limits on those wormholes to be moved up so that you could once again do one shot capital rolling um, and they uh, and also C one space, which how is long now that period like of time before like this almost a year. happening and then a year, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? There's only like I think that's speculation. There's only like a very few 
uh, CCB devs that can actually touch Bormols, right? It's like a specific thing that most devs at CCB probably have never looked into it. So making yep. changes, it has to come from a certain team. That team, after they did the first Bormol changes, they moved on to the next thing. I'm guessing, right? I'm like completely guessing. They moved on to the next thing. Who knows how long that next thing is? Maybe they worked on it for like an entire year and then only had the chance to come back and iterate, right? So I think that th- that this is one of the things that, that kind of really frustrates me. And it's it, it's frustration coming from a place of ignorance because you look at these changes, like when they hit Hobo Leaks, for example, and it's, it's, it's attribute tweaks in a database is what it looks like. And so it's the kind of thing where working with databases myself and like not being a software engineer but like touching that that world quite a lot i it looks like you can just spend 30 minutes on a friday afternoon before you go home and you just go to the right place and you fix the number and then the only problem is rolling that into a commit and and through the production pipeline and i i know that um ccp rise kind of uh <laughs> had a bit of a uh a justifiable kind of um, response when people were talking about how the the new battleship signature radius uh, ADC concept for bombs um, that something was like a minus where it should have been a plus in terms of the effect of a skill and how it it hadn't made its way through that transition of development to production effectively. Um, so it it's clear that there is complication along that path, but. You look at things that are literal numbers tweaks, and it's just mind-boggling that it takes so long for them to happen. Exactly, exactly, and it's not something that is continues to still be a problem at CCP. Like before, I got into the CSM, my perception was that CCP. Well, we all know that CCP doesn't iterate on things. They do iterate on things, but they do not iterate on things anywhere near a timely fashion. And I would say that, like, in some areas, they got better with it. I I brought this up during during the beginning, during the 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 beginning of the the term. It's like, right, none of us here think that you actually go back to look at things that you've changed and they're like well we do want to do better they they said we do want to do better with that and there are some teams at ccp that have been allowed is the way that i see it to to be able to to do that like for instance um ccp rise and the teams that he works with they have made changes to the game in the last year and then a few months later they've come back again to look at how those are working out like with the interdictors for instance as as an example they changed it and then they came back and they changed it again to see if they're they needed to, to to nerf or buff something else to to just keep them going. After it was, it was inertia. It was inertia. That was the reason that, that you needed to buff the flycatcher and the heretic. But but other teams at CCP are, and this is in in my mind, not allowed because I I, I very much get the feeling when I speak to these these developers that they want to, but they do not get the opportunity to spend time to uh, revisit things that they've made recently to see if it's working okay it's like i came in i said you don't iterate and they're like well we're going to do better this year and then you know we get told about a change we go well will you change it 
if it sucks and they go yes yes we will and then their team gets disbanded and reassigned somewhere else it's quite offensive actually to repeatedly do that year after year after specifically saying that you will do better this time I wonder if this is going to get worse with the recent acquisition as well, given that they're going to be set kind of deadlines and content, like certain content holes that they have to jump through in order to release certain parts of the funding as well that they had through this agreement. I'm not sure. Hmm. I certainly hope not. <laughs> you know, uh, to come back to the to the belt thing, like why that decision Helps, was yes. made and all that stuff. Um, I think like if you look back, let's say a year, maybe two years ago, there really wasn't anything going on in belts whatsoever. I think it was in the process of changing though. It felt like at least, right? People were belt dreading a little bit and stuff, especially with the bounty risk uh, modifier thing, like 180 or like now 200% and you can just belt dread. Now it's kind of lucrative. Well, wouldn't you just do an anomaly? Wouldn't you just do an anomaly? Wouldn't, well, wouldn't if it's be an better? NPC null sec. Right, there's no. There was always right, the prospect enough. of an officer spawn, right, as well. And that too, or that just a faction spawn. And it's yeah, just a faction. chill kind of thing. And also, because nobody was used to doing it, the last three, four years—I don't even know how long—nobody would be hunting you. You would just walk from bed to bed and just do it. I did that like for a while in oh shit, like in curse. It's not for the money, really. It was just like you know some old school stuff. But it, it was decent takes. Like if I wanted to make money, it would be a, a solid like way of doing it. So NPC Nulse could have, um, yeah, could have like could support more people doing other things than just mission running, for example, which a lot of our guys are doing and all have always done anyway. But yeah. I, mean, I think if if they wanted to move asteroid belts to a more um, dynamic spawn system like the anomalies have. I think that needed to happen before they got rid of them and they needed to have migrated officer spawns over. It's just another word for anomalies though, isn't it? Oh, no, no, exactly. I mean, an anomaly is a subset of that concept, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, so so getting rid of the belts is not a problem in and of itself. It's only a problem because of the order of events in that sense. I hear that one of the side effects of the belts having been removed is it... uh, puts uh, quite some strain on finding NPC Satio. <laughs> that's another like that's a side effect. I'm sure they can yeah. fix that in some way, right? But it's just kind makes of sad. Scott, but should they is the question. <laughs> can you not <laughs> just... it also de- also depends on the region as well, right? Because some regions have been hit in ad- like inadversely you know, significantly more than others, right? So the 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 regions which have typical like large distribution of like zero 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 point one zero point two uh systems they have been hit hugely more than uh you know true soft null systems as well so forgive my sorry i was just going to say forgive my ignorance but i I know that you have to scan the hauler right to find the sotio but is that not completely fucking insane you have to scan the tiny ship to find the colossal space station. It's, <laughs> yeah, like, it's sitting next really to it. Like, also, there's an entire fleet that undocks and like constantly redocks with the Sotio. There's like a little roaming fleet that goes around. But you can't scan this down. It has to be the hauler. 
like I, I don't understand why they just didn't make it like a you know a little signature that just pops up in the in the scan. Wouldn't that make it too rest. easy for anybody to get the to get the location though? I mean, well, I they, know they that they are quite easy though. It's the thing like what, if you know that there's a sotio there, and it's quite obvious if there's a sotio there because you'll just die eventually if you spend too much time on the system. <laughs> yeah, if you're bad. <laughs> yeah, um, then. Uh, then there's one there. It's just you. You just have to. You know, it's just a matter of time of you like waiting for, you know, the hoarder to appear. You know, then to go run off to the sorter. You scan it down. Or if there's no belts, as in the case of you know many systems now and before, uh, you wait for it to you know respawn the belt and then you can try again. But it's a very strange. Yeah, many things about MPC Source Two just are super weird. Um, yeah, the hoarder is just one one single sub point of of the set of uh, of weird things that are. You know, wrong. They're kind of they're almost really interesting, right? Because it's it's like it's a it's a big NPC structure that can defend itself well. It's got a fleet that defends well, I the say structure. It can defend itself well, right? The flaw with NPCs yeah, is always I think there's someone, I think... one one way of doing it, and then when people figure it out, it's like very easy, very predictable. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. and Jail put a really funny comment, I think, in SC chat. It was like like, because you said something like that, the you know, when it's really annoying when the Sotio just spawns those NPCs and then you know they, they just kill you, and it's really you know, they're, they're a bitch to deal with and stuff. And then I think uh, Carmen was like, Don't talk about Cap F like that, <laughs> 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 which I thought was really funny. And it's kind of, no, so, yeah, but also not aware, I should point out that you with Cap F do a lot of these actually. Like, we ran into each other uh, every now and then. I don't like, don't, I don't specialize yeah, I on that. We don't do a lot of them. Um, like we we have run quite a few, obviously. But I think, but what we find more interesting about them is more like the technical side of it, because there's such a like a black box. Because you know, you get you get given. Let's say you have an empty sotio in your system. You know, what do you do with it? <laughs> and many of the groups that run these things, they obviously all the knowledge has been built up over time, and it takes. You know, they're not willing to share this this information with you because it, they've spent such a long time, long time themselves. You know, building this knowledge base. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say like we do a lot of them. Um, we are probably the ones that hunt the guy that does a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I kind of work but, with uh, him every now and then. That's sure. Yeah, like I've a seen cable. I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've, I saw. I saw you helping him out with some with a few things. Which well, is fine. you guys are hostile, and if there's dreads to be <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. It's cool. Or like cool. whatever, right? Like yeah, I, I don't, I, I well. don't really. Like my like, it's a nice side thing that like it might just drop something big, but yeah, yeah. Uh, if there's like a bigger group like you guys doing these, it's pretty hard to get it done or to even steal it. Uh, actually, it was like fraternity well, the other day where we tried to steal hard. it. Yeah, it's not hard. It depends on how you do it. Thing is, yeah. So stealing like is the ways... easiest way. Stealing is very easy, and honestly, it's too easy. I mean, it's the the, the thing I have with. Sotios is that um, they're a nice idea because they're you know very complicated. There's lots of intricate kind of in principle of intricate details with them that you have to spend time learning. Um, but I thought like when they were first introduced, it was always like the idea that they would be kind of like content generation for you know fleets to fight it out with each other, like over an objective, right? Oh, and yeah. whoever whichever fleet wins the grid then gets the loot. But that isn't really how it's developed. Like it felt like it kind of developed into this kind of like monopoly where one guy just essentially threatens you with a scepter or he loots it. <laughs> That's yeah, how like, yeah. you know, it caused it started off at the beginning. And then that kind of evolved into a similar thing, but we're now with the freighter and the dread bomb. Um, and this basically like has now just the meta has just evolved into just, you know, you run them in dreads because that's the most cost effective and efficient way to do it. 
and then you have to figure out you know how do i deal with you know the bomber fleet that's coming for me or you know whatever so i think i think it's gotten a bit stale like how 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 these are run so i'd love to see yeah what do you think how many people did it actually with a fleet um we actually tried uh, a couple uh months ago uh maybe two months ago we uh, figured out a way to actually do it with a fleet um essentially like a, a battleship fleet with uh fact support um we figured out a way to because essentially like what one of the issues with sotus is that the way that the rats spawn is that it's actually quite once you know how they work it's quite easy to kind of create a spawn that's really hard for people to run and you can more or less hold that spawn permanently uh, the scepter on grid just yeah exactly. something like that and then like you know you have basically a spawn that, there's there's various spawns in the sotus they have like different kind of types and um some of them like some of them are easy to run and very straightforward the more one spawn of them, is nasty yeah, the one of them's a hellspawn, right? And this one basically will kill anything uh, if you're not careful. Right? You can run them, but it's it's dicey. It's just you know why would you? Um, so yeah, you can you can. So like we we came up with the strategy to kind of like work work around this, like assuming that someone's trying to just force us to pay them or you know just doing it for fun because it's entertaining to watch a group struggle <laughs> when they put so much effort into it, you know, like this kind of thing. Right? Uh, we we came up with a strategy to try to try and do it. Um, and it worked like fantastically, but the problem is uh, we forgot about one of the rats types that we were, we we're doing Grissus to you, and we completely forgot that the, the Grissus rats actually just ECM to shit as well. Uh, and we uh, yeah we forgot to deal with those as well. So like we we basically were, were tanking the Sotio fine, but we weren't actually able to do any DPS on the Sotio because we were all getting jammed to shit. So um, yeah, so you, you can't the, the point is you can do like fleet based compositions, but it's just not the easiest way because again with the Dread you're you know ECM immune effectively. So you know these ECM ships don't matter, right? So, like, there's just I don't know. There's lots of things that just push it towards the dread meta, or you know, doing supers and just feeding fighters into it. That's also another another way uh, to do to do them as well. Yeah, like very early on, I did one of the first low sec ones with bush yeah. ravens, oh, and yeah. then cables swooped in and stole my shit. I wasn't even yeah. I wasn't even much, but uh, stole my shit with a uh, with a scepter, right? Oh, dude, it yeah. just it was just it just felt so not rewarding you know what i mean yeah and then especially especially when it comes to looting right there's like certain tricks there's a level of proficiency there that you have to realize right for example mo moving the loot window like on a certain overview and all that stuff like there's mm -hmm. a there's a level to this too right it b depends on ticks and then there is another step to that you can be even faster than that so it's all about does like who gets it it's just like the guy who clicks the fastest and it just yeah. kind of doesn't feel right. That's why they made the change with the Howlon, which obviously a Cable is not a fan of, right? He would just like to like, have one Scepter alt and then uh, try to sure. steal it. Who, it's who way wouldn't? easier than two Dreads <laughs> or like a Zenitra yeah. FX and like a Howler and whatnot, right? Like, Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you know, when, when you've ran them for a year and a half and you've pretty much been in, like, essentially you could force groups so that the talk about a little bit about how the, the, this this guy cable he runs them right he essentially built up his kind of name i guess by stealing these things originally right uh taking from you know large alliances running them or whoever's running them and just you know taking from himself um but then he then basically kind of also kind of encourages people to essentially chip him into a deal uh, otherwise he will then call you yeah you guys had a deal or, with him for a long time yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we, we we got the deal out of him because we were basically like we, we were terrorizing that him. 
yeah, essentially we were just we were just bullying him, um, just because you know we were doing exactly the same thing that he was doing to everyone else for you know several years, like a couple of years already. Spawning um, a, a shitty spawn, making it hard. For no, him. we just we just turned up and kill his dreads um, with oh. you know a, a million horde horde ang- angry horde beans <laughs> screaming at him, <laughs> no, yeah. like you know just just the, the same kind of thing. But um, yeah, like it's 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 kind of, yeah it's kind of just. It's a really good idea, I think, but it's just the way it's adapted is you just end up with like super specialized things where, you know, a, a small group of people can really just mess things up for other people. Um, so like when people figured out that they can start holding these really annoying spawns and they start doing actively, this is actually really annoying for everybody trying to run them, which is fine. But then there's no like easy way for you to interrupt, you know, them doing this because, you know, how do you, how do you catch someone? That's interrupting spawn, but also then cloaking using the bomber to you know, instantly reactivate it and stuff like that. So, like it's you have to kind of like you know it forces you to kind of make new strategies and stuff like that. But it's still, um, it still it still requires a, like let's say like a much more effort than a single the single guy just you know doing it for memes or whatever. But yeah, I'd, I'd love for these things to be more you know fully orientated rather than rather than uh, like individual orientated like or at least having that capacity to be individually individually orientated yeah this is a kind of common issue in a lot of pv right that almost all of it is easier to run either on your own multi-boxing or with a very small group rather than having like one pilot per ship and a significant number of ships on grid i think incursions is probably one of the only areas where there's a persistent meta of there being quite a significant number of pilots involved in the fleet yeah, yeah. I think it's different because, I mean, it is beneficial to run these as a group because there's less roles for separate people to run. Because if you want to, you know, loot them, you don't, you can't just do it as easily. You can do it as a single person, obviously, if you just play off every other group against each other and you know, use them as playing cards in your in your game. But if you want to, you know, run them by yourself, like as as a newcomer at least to, to running them, you need like you know various tunes for. Uh, helping you extract the dreads, running, running, running the things. You know, having the loot pilots, and you know, maybe also anti, anti, like you know, defensive ships for dealing with hostiles that might show up in kikis or bombers or whatever it is. You know, um, so like these things are like inherently like I'd say fleet based, but it is also quite easy to cheese them. That's 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 kind of what I was getting at. Like it is quite easy to to survive as just a single dude, just essentially like you know. Causing trouble for, you know, a larger group with minimal effort and without much skill either. Like yeah. they're not like it's not skill based. I would I would say. And well, I'm sort I mean, of, it's experience based, skill based. Yeah, ex- yeah, but once you know the trick, sure. like, it's it's you know it's yeah, but, fairly. So that's what I talk to Cable about too. It's like whenever we like whenever he says like, hey, there might just be dread kills to be had. Oh, these guys ran it with supers. That's why I always like, all right, <laughs> you know, let's go. <laughs> Uh, but then he makes fun of them for not knowing how to run it perfectly. And I'm like, every time I'm like, dude, they get the chance like maybe twice a year to do this. Like, yeah. why would they focus their fucking lives like he does <laughs> right, on just running yeah. Soteos? Like, you don't. Like, I don't know how to run it properly. Last also, time I did it was with Titans, which is ridiculous yeah. now. You wouldn't do that. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I gotta say that 95 And I think you showed up to fuck with it. I'm not sure if I- it was you. 95% of the time that anybody in this game has ever convoed me and said, hey, do you want some dread kills? That 95% of the time, that translates to come and save me and let me do my thing. 
yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's what it that's actually what translates to. And that's 95% of the time. And of in those times as well, you, you, it, you basically, statistically, you never get those kills. They just want your protection. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're right. Statistically, I, I, I do to... get those dread kills from Cable. I gotta say, like, if he says like there's a very high chance of, you know, usually there's a dread or two. So, you know. But then again, like, it is also quite easy to, like, again, I don't know. Once the dreads committed on grid, right? It's it's kind of hard to get it off because you can just keep a saber on it permanently and yeah. keep it bubbled, right? So it's it's uh, or a couple of sabers, whatever. So yeah. I don't know. I'd love. I'd love to see it like something like you remove the ability for caps to actually get on that grid at all, and make it purely subcap. But then you change a little bit how the spawns work and all that stuff to to make it a little bit more supportive of uh, actual kind of fleets showing up and trying to kill them. I hate it. Also, being if anyone being a limitation, wants... but stick it behind an acceleration gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone that actually wants to try them, like I actually just recommend like trying to find them on in, on on the test server. Just run around until you find one, and then. Just go at it for like for like a, like a week <laughs> and just try everything because that's that's you know, that's the only way you can learn how to run them. Yeah, um, and even if you're not you going know... to get the information from anyone. So, I mean, even if you know how to run them, there's still a little bit of risk, especially now that there's like I would say two groups kind of fighting each other over them, and then there is like other bigger groups that if it spawns in their space, they are fairly competent and know kind of what to do yeah. and stuff. So now there's a little bit more uh, competition. And then Alduin says, like a Zenitra. So Cable lost that Zenitra. <laughs> you know what happened I like there? I saw that, dude. Oh, man. You know yeah, what I happened? So he, like, um, he, fle- he yeah. squat warped. And I know it was a he squat He also said warp. it was a bug, which I don't believe. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't believe it necessarily because I've never seen it. I've done a lot of squat warps in my life. They yeah. always landed at the same spot. But whatever. He said he uh, squat warped and he landed in two different spots with those caps. Yeah, I, did, I, did, I was literally watching him with like a hard sino on that grid ready to dread bomb him. And I was like, okay, do we go in now? Let's wait a bit. I was like, okay, let's wait a bit to see like, you know, how, how, how it's playing out. And then you, you were there as well with the Kikimura fleet. And I was, was like, wait Kiki's? a minute. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah, you were in Kiki's. And I was like, wait a minute, Pando's going to kill over the battleships. Why is, why is he doing that? And I was like, oh, he's, he's, he's removing the DPS from the grid. <laughs> okay, Cable must be in trouble. Yeah, yeah that was quite interesting. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't refit. I don't, even, I don't even know why he would have to refit, to be quite yeah, honest. I, but, I would assume know. that you would have gone in like pure like, tank fit and just, because you've got so much DPS and there's nitro anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, right? You yeah. Got, like 35k DPS with the Mimesis uh, uh, implants, or whatever it is, like fully stacked. So that's huge, what? huge amount of DPS. If someone can afford to throw away Zenitras, that's probably Cable, right? So. Yeah, actually, we actually looted that Zenitra, and it's quite interesting. He um, he he had a officer, uh, an abyssal rolled um, officer. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Radiation sink? No, yeah. the um, you know the yeah, the, the tropic radiation sink. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, and he he actually rolled like ten of those until he got like a set of them that he liked, <laughs> and then two two of them two of them were like kind of like five bill or something but one of them was 20 bills so we still got that one 20 bill, 20 oh, yeah, bill yeah. Or 40, i think it's no it's 40 bill 40 bill uh entropic uh radiation I, ready to go on a on the uh, futures of nature i couldn't loot because i just warped my fleets uh under warp range right so i warped the, the guys yeah. into help him yeah. and then he died which was a surprise to me he didn't say anything until it was too late right dude like and I, then I couldn't just walk to the ping and back and you guys already had it looted i think 
yeah we, we were super surprised as well because we thought you know because we, we checked like we've got the room like versions of the same fit i think that cable uses and we were just looking through the stats to see kind of what the hole is and all this stuff like how do we put pressure on it um and like across the board it's got a pretty solid tank if you if you do it in like you know pure like you know max tank version which you probably should you don't need to really do the dps version at all so yeah i was also surprised to see that he died yeah. It can result, as you can see, it can result in fun fights and fun little yeah. things. Yeah. It doesn't always, though, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, guys, uh, we are one and a half hours in, so I want to, I want to just ask like one closing question: Is like who's gonna run for CSM here? Phantom, are you running again? I certainly am. All right, then Chosu, I'm guessing you're not running because no, you, no. you don't seem to be too interested in it. But then Captator, are you running for CSM? I'm not running this year, no. Uh, why not? Like, so you ran before? No, no, no. I, I, it, it's a, it's a running meme in DT that, that every year, there's like, oh, you should, you should run, torment other people with your constant tirades so, and essays. I've asked you to run. I think you would be the the perfect guy for it because you do put effort into, like suggestions first then bring it up to people and see what happens and you don't seem the guy to be too married to an idea you know you always yeah. have these guys that like you have to do a and then you clearly lay out why a is a problem and they're not willing to go back and say like actually yeah i didn't think about that like there's a lot of people out there that think like they have all the answers right but it's and like it's so easy to be wrong too right so, so i think you would make a really good season actually so um when was it it must have been like start of when did the, when did the cap booster change hit for the fax was that start of 2020 or start or like mid 2019 i think it was early 2020 mm. maybe but so i yeah. i knew that was coming i knew something was coming for fax because like there'd just been this like my intuition about the sentiment around them that I was hearing and all of these discord servers that I'm in and on Reddit was just like, people were getting a bit sick of them and vocally sick of them. I was yeah. sick of faxes for a long time. I'm not going to lie. So, so, uh, I knew, um, because, because the way they were used in wormhole high class was like absolutely on the limit of what they could do at the time that any nerf would almost inevitably knock that use off the table um so i and a few of the other guys who are like fcs or theory crafters for groups um that engage in those in that kind of like you know 100 billisk aside fleets of you know 50 ships um we basically were trying to work out a way of nerfing them that didn't completely disable them from being in, involved in that kind of content and uh, we had this great idea, and we were like, "Oh yeah, this is great!" And I, I was sharing it around. Um, very, you know, once we once we kind of formulated a V1, which was a, it was built around the idea that you could either fit for constant injection, or you could fit for having enough capacity to buffer that even through high newt pressure, you'd be able to keep running during a cycle, and then you'd, you know, alternate in triage between uh, multiple facts, kind of. A slight revisit of the old uh, combat refitting without combat refitting. A nod to it at best. Yes, um, and Phantom and I have discussed this at fairly great length. But so we had this great idea, and um, you know, I was I started widening the pool that that we were sharing it with, and uh, one of the people I shared it with was Kadesh, who 
um, for people who don't know, is is the maintainer of Pyfer and also an incredibly good theory crafter. Um, has done a lot of AT theory crafting and does a lot of very as you would expect, uh, very <laughs> precise, uh, like small scale composition theory crafting. Um, and I think I sent it to him for about half an hour and he came back and he was like, this is completely broken. And he kind of, it basically had a gameplay failure state where one of the fax pilots would never be able to do anything. Like they'd literally just exist on grid and be completely useless um, because of how the being repaired versus being capped up versus being able to go back into triage, et cetera, worked. Um, and then we took another couple of months to try and come up with a V2. Anyway, we, we got it in, I think, I think I sent that one to Exuki. Um, so a couple of months before the the um, the fax single cap booster change hit, and then you know we were like, "Yay, maybe this will will forestall or like steer thought in a different direction," and uh, and it didn't. Um, rip. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and then surgical strike really like was the second nail in that coffin. Um, because not only were they no longer able to like sustain capacitor for the duration required, but they were also no longer able to actually tank the amount of DPS that those fleets would field. Very long-winded way of saying yes. If there's a if there's a hole in an idea, it, it, it's it, it's very satisfying to then go back and fix it. So you're running for CSM, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I said last year. I said no. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort out the the things I need to to. To sort out because I, I was finishing up a PhD. Um, and you're like, oh, finished. I'm I'm finished now. So you're um, running for CSM now. <laughs> now I have other 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 things that are. Now I have to eating, do the postdoc, right? <laughs> eating painful amounts of time. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think I could I could commit as much time as I want to it to do a good job of it, or what I think would be a good job of it. Um, not yet. No, yeah, not yet. Next year. Okay, I'll come back at, at you next year. <laughs> like, see what excuse you got then. But uh, yeah, I think everyone who knows you uh, knows like you'd you'd make like an excellent CSM. Um, you really would. You really would. So you should think about it at least. You'd have my vote. That's for sure. I wanted him to run because I was just thinking, you know, if if I didn't get in, I would want him to be there. You could levitate him up like Simba. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope your shoulder press is good because that might take some levitating. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, I would say thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for coming on. Uh, was some good stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks, guys. And uh, thanks good luck on the CSM campaign. That's now starting, Phantomite. Thank you, thank you. I look look forward to it. It was interesting last time, and exhausting. Yeah, I can I'm only ready imagine. for it. I don't want to come in tenth this time, guys. Everybody watching, <laughs> getting a little bit higher would well, really push the message in? to CCP. That you, you want to come want in though, yeah? For them to do better. Uh, better, better be tenth than you know, not in at all. Better than tenth than 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 not think, in at all. But. I think you were a little bit of a, a special case, like being in a, such a small group, right? I think like it definitely it definitely already helps to not be you know, an, in a large group. Already quite an achievement to come in from a small group like that. But yeah, I hope I can 
I hope I can do the same. I, I want to keep the pressure on the same subjects rather no. than somebody else come in and start on some different subjects, which will either be ignored by CCP or just teased by them. I want to keep the same pressures on to let CCP know that just because a year has passed doesn't mean that we don't still need vital changes to significant areas of the game. You need to be... At least I think you need to be a little bit more uh, of a politician to get them to listen to you. I have the feeling. I'm, I don't want to criticize your way. Brisk of in the uh, ask uh, Brisk in the chat. Yeah, I mean Brisk, <laughs> the savior or the destroyer of the red dot. You know, you can learn a lot from Brisk. I think <laughs> get your get your stuff done by uh, you know constant put a, pressure. Put a suit on. Nice pressure. You know, there's a level to this. Like if you smile negative, more often. Yeah, smile more often. Right. Man, that's something that um, I found Americans really have on lock, that whole like smiling out, thing. Out, outgoing and posi like <laughs> positivity. Like I feel I feel, I feel I half know. the time I do it it just feels sarcastic. I'm like I can't <laughs> I can't commit to being that genuinely positive and like you know, affirmative in how I approach things. I mean there there is there is one one thing which I, I would have to have confirmed by people telling me after I say this. But the the reason that I ran last year was born from anger at what me and the people that voted for me saw as zero progress in a huge amount of time. And if the community is feeling anger, if I'm feeling that anger, CCP needs to know about it feelings be damned we're players we're paying we want to play the game and guess what ccp we want to play it forever we want to give you money forever so <laughs> please make the game attractive to play for us all right let's leave it at that then um guys thanks everyone for hanging out hope you guys had a good time uh thanks for the subs and bits and all that stuff um and whoever gets the skin good luck be in the first one and uh, see you guys on the next one bye